Mickey Bowers Show. Time now to find out what's going on in the weird, wacky weather world. Keith Meteorologist Paul Tromley, how are you? Doing well. How about you guys? Great. What's the weather like? You know, pretty quiet uh, tonight, but tomorrow we do get uh, into some showers and storms across the state. So especially afternoon, evening, tomorrow, I think uh, some decent showers and storms moving through the state. And then uh, a little bit more on Friday, especially for northern Minnesota. And then Saturday, a little shower activity in northern Minnesota, more across the state on Sunday uh, coming back in. So some more needed rains looking to fall uh, around mm. the state here the next couple of three, five days here. Yeah. Sounds wonderful. Here we go. Faker yeah. Lake. Faker Lake, everybody. This is where I'll throw out the name of a few lakes, and you have to tell me whether they're fake or not. But in today's Faker Lake, I'm going to say there are five beautiful lakes out there that are considered the five cleanest and clearest lakes in Minnesota. Okay. You have to tell me which one is officially considered the cleanest lake, the clearest and cleanest lake in Minnesota. Okay. Oh, okay. boy. Is it Trout Lake in Itasca County, Big Bass Lake in Hubbard County, Deer Lake in Itasca County, Osawananikia Lake? What? What was that again? Osawananikia Lake. Okay. In Crow Wing County. Or 11th Crow Wing Lake in Hubbard County. Hi. Which one is the cleanest and clearest lake in Minnesota? Wow. Mm. You could almost drink it. Uh, I have not a good read on this. I'm just going to go and pick Deer Lake just because. Did you say beer? Deer. Deer oh. Lake. You say we didn't have a beer lake, but that'd be a good one. Because I was going to say Beer Lake. That was going to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so far one says Deer Lake. Uh, I'll go Trout Lake. I have no idea. I, I don't even think I've been to any of these, so I don't know which one is the clearest, but I'll go Trout Lake. Why not? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the cleanest, clearest lake in Minnesota is Deer Lake. What? Is it? Yep. Right? All right. All right. Okay. Well, congratulations to you, Paul. I've never been there, but I'm going to have a reason to visit now. Yes. No, it's it's Trout Lake, but I know that Bauer must have Googled it. <laughs> Dude, as you are very much aware, uh, my computer's not even working. You have right a now, phone. So you have a phone. You Googled it. I did not. I just went with the first one you said. Whatever. Okay. Okay. So that was okay. worth two points today. Wait, so I All won right. that one? You won. All wow. right. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. We'll talk you to you tomorrow. Visibility. Thanks, Paul. Yes, <laughs> Bye-bye. Time now to dip your foot, your whole foot, not just the tip of it, not yeah. just the ankle, nope. not the Achilles. Nope. I'm talking the whole 12 and a half inches. Wow. Look at you. Look at you. Well, you're 13, going, you're saying we're going knee deep here. I'm saying stick it in, man. It's time for Journey to Sound. Yes. Jake, he wrapped up the troublemaking statement by saying this. And the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. But it appears that might have been a little bit too late. It's what he said right before that that got this guy in some pretty big trouble. And now it's time to check out what he said as we take a journey into sound. This is a journey into sound. Kevin Brown is his name. And the question was, where in the world did Kevin Brown go? 
the Baltimore Orioles' lead TV play-by-play voice since 2022, so just last year on MASN, which is the home network of the Baltimore Orioles, has worked for the team for a variety of broadcast capacities since 2019. In addition to his work for ESPN, uh, he has been in regards to the Orioles since calling the end of the team series against the Tampa Bay Rays on July 23rd. That's where this audio comes from. He shifted to radio for a series against the Phillies after that and then has been off the air entirely since that series ended on July 26th. So for the matter of week plus, he's been off the air. That led Reddit to start investigating what was going on, what was happening, and trying to get as many people on Reddit, that social out, outpost, to talk about maybe what happened, what was happening behind the scenes. That led to tweets Monday saying that Brown had been suspended indefinitely by Matt Jurgensen, who runs the Baltimore sports websites and podcasts, allegedly for saying this following statement. Now, I'll say this. This clip is about three minutes long. We'll get the general gist of it from the first minute and a half of it in. But... You get to listen to it, and then we'll stop it, and we'll talk. And I want your opinion, Jake, on whether Wouldn't or not— Wouldn't it be wild if there was a real general by the name of Gist? <laughs> there may be. A general Gist. I'm also <laughs> saying that's not—I'm not saying that's not happening in North Korea, that there's not a general Gist in North Korea someplace. But you'll get a feel for what this is about and maybe why he was suspended. This has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18 the previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. Yeah. Now, that in and of itself, I don't think was horrible. sounded all that bad. And frankly, <laughs> keep in mind, too, it wasn't like this guy just went on a rant and then they decided to suspend him. This was graphics on the TV screen that he was reading from talking about how badly the Orioles had been playing in the history of the organization recently against the Tampa Bay Rays. But as you heard throughout there, this is a different Orioles team. And they're taking on a Rays team this year that has been dominant in that division, and the Orioles are still beating them. So there was a lot of pluses involved there. But apparently what we're hearing is, and he goes on for another minute to kind of reiterate, they were awful in every series. They lost forever against the Rays here. It's been a bad run for the Orioles, but not this year. This year, things are different, so they were expecting something different. He was talking that up. But apparently it was Orioles management who said they didn't like the downplaying of how bad the Orioles had been. Forget the fact that it was really, if you think about it, sort of an an upspin, wasn't it? Like, yeah, we were this awful. They lost 26 series. But now, not only have we split the series, which had been probably the best we could have hoped for at the start of the season, but let alone thinking about taking first place in the division with a team that has one of the lowest payrolls and not a whole lot of star name power, the yeah. Orioles had taken a turn. They were doing a 180, and he was making that clear with all kinds of statistics. But apparently, Orioles management felt like it was a little too on the negative side. Yeah. I mean, what are you? Are you not a homer? Right, right. 
<laughs> you you put your head in the sand and you you don't look at the numbers. Right. You you throw those out the back window of the press box and mm-hmm. say, from now on, we're going with just what happens today going forward. Right. And if we lose today, yeah. then you're going to forget about that as well. In this case, this kid, Kevin Brown, is fantastic at what he does. And who is he talking to, by the way? Orioles fans who all know how right, bad the know. Orioles have been. This is not they a surprise know. to them. They didn't just wake up in a coma going, what? Yeah. And even what then, happened? if you did wake up in a coma in Baltimore, and this is the first clip that you're watching in 20 years, you're still hearing how good the Orioles are right now. He's making right. it clear this is a different team that has made a turn, and they are winning. They are leading the division. And that at the end, when he says... And the Orioles, once again, are back alone in first place. Alone in first place. That should have summarized. Like, yes, this is how bad things have been. This is how much of a difference we're looking at this year. You should be excited about that. What is it that ownership didn't get about it? Ownership doesn't care. They don't want there to be a negative story. They don't care what you're trying to do. They don't understand it. They don't They, they don't want you to talk about Look, just talk about good things. So if we are, if we have two outs, top of the ninth, yeah. and uh, if we don't hit, um, yeah. we're going to lose the game. You know, like last, how, like last night against the Tigers. Just, just say, hey, look, there's always tomorrow. Always tomorrow. You're listening to Jake and Bauer.